Football Fridays are presented by Stonehaven Dental. At Stonehaven Dental, they say yes. Yes to free exams and x-rays for new patients and flexible appointments. Say yes to great dental care. Visit StonehavenDental.com to schedule an appointment. Darn tootin'. You know, one thing I noticed. What have you noticed? That if you take Oklahoma out of the Big 12 right now and put in the teams that would be in the Big 12, mm-hmm. they would have more teams ranked in a college football top poll, oh, playoff yeah. poll, yeah. than they have... BYU's right having a good year. Houston's got a better record than BYU, and Cincinnati's got a better record than both of them. But I don't think Houston isn't ranked. They are not, but they are a one-loss team. The teams that are coming in are playing really well right now. Central Florida is the quote-unquote weak link, and they're six and three. So how could you possibly think this wouldn't be uh, an AQ? Makes no sense to me. DJ and PK. It's time to bring in Greg Hansen, sports columnist for the Arizona Daily Star. And he joins us right now on the Smart Rain guest line. Best of State Award winner Smart Rain has an incredible Black Friday offer running for the entire month of November. Smart Rain is giving free controllers along with a free Apple iPad to commercial properties who sign up with a paid cellular hosting subscription. Please visit smartrain.net or call 877-346-3333. Greg, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. How are you? Doing great. How's uh, the autumn weather up there? Uh, kind of cold and blustery and overcast, and you're down there <laughs> in 86 degrees, and tea times are probably hard to come by. 86 is too warm. This time of year. Yeah, but the good good news is, Greg, is my flight to cover the game leaves at 4 or 5 today. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Winner! At least, in, at least you'll be in the press box during the game tomorrow. I will be, yes, yes. And then uh, heading back up to Phoenix where the family lives and planning on uh, right. hitting the course on Saturday, on Sunday. Wow, what a great weekend. Yep, exactly. <laughs> he does think that. He's been talking about it in commercial breaks. He's looking forward to it. I don't think we've seen the sun since like last uh, Sunday or, Mon- or Saturday. Uh, it's been pretty cloudy here. Had a little rain. All that stuff. All right, so I am curious now, uh, Greg. I grew up in San Diego once, and I was home uh, visiting, driving around in the uh, the car, listening to the local sports talk radio. It's years ago, back when the Chargers still played there. They were in a run where they weren't very good at all, and I uh-huh. and I was thinking, hey, if they get to eight and eight, they'll be pretty good. And they start talking about it, and, and one of the hosts gets all wound up and starts talking about winning the Super Bowl. In a year where I oh. thought eight wins would have been pretty good, and nine or ten was really more than you dare hope for. To talk about the Super Bowl was just ridiculous, and I thought the dude was wasting my time. Mental yeah. note. Don't waste people's time with just way too much sunshine that isn't even remotely possible. So I don't want to put too much sunshine in this game, but aside from three or four turnovers keeping this close for a while, is there any reason to talk about why this might be a close game other than a boatload of fumbles will always make a game close? Yeah, I would say, you know, now ESPN always shows the probability of wins or losses. This is... This could be the first one ever I've seen at 100. <laughs> 99.8 at least. Is there anything that Arizona's offense can do? Anything. I mean, Barry Hill's a decent uh, receiver. I thought Plummer shows a little bit. I know he's banged up, and, and he didn't win the job, so obviously he wasn't their first choice. But anything that they can do to have any kind of success? I, w- I would say no, just just being straight up and um, – you know, Will Plummer might not even play. Right. Uh, they might they might play a walk on who's, who's taken one snap um, and mix in a receiver, Jamar Joyner, to run Wildcat stuff. But uh, 
You know, Cal was so bad last week. I mean, what were they missing? Forty guys. Yeah. And and Arizona struggled to be to score ten, um, and they got the, their only touchdown in the last couple of minutes. So, I mean, I watched the Utah game at Stanford, and I just kept going, "Wow!" I, I mean, that was so impressive. Stanford. I know Stanford's not like they were five years ago, but still, that was just so. It was intimidating if you're an Arizona coach. That was so impressive. All right. Well, thanks, Greg. <laughs> Maybe senior day or something. Get some emotion there. Because don't they finish with two games on the road? Oh, yeah. They got to go to Washington State for a night game and then play at Arizona State. And um, But they've got some hope um, because they hired a – which you wouldn't expect. They have one of the better coaching staffs in the conference. Um that's the one thing Jed Fish, he was so well-connected, and he's such a good speaker. He was able to talk these guys into coming here. You know, the entire defensive staff are former NFL coaches, and their defense is okay. Their defense is in the middle of the league and, and not even maybe even fifth or fourth in the league, and they've got the same players they've had on defense. So, you know, they've got a – I think Morgan Scully's probably the best defensive coordinator in the league, obviously, but – Arizona's guy, Don Brown, has got to be right there with him. Greg Hansen, sports columnist for the Arizona Daily Star, join us. So are there freshmen who are like in two years, everybody's going to know their name? Okay, they have so many freshmen now. And, and during the game, I keep having to check the roster. You know how you used to know the name of every player on the team and, and know their numbers? I don't know these guys, and I've gone to every game and watched every game, and there's just so many new faces, and it's a total changeover. And then, you know, check back in three years. Strength of the defense linebackers? It's actually turned out to be their defensive line. They've got big enough guys now for the first time on the defensive line to play in the Pac-12. And they are, they've been productive. And, um, they blitz, they mix in eight guys. I know a couple of them are injured now, but they're they're useful guys. Um, they're, they're not what Utah has, but uh, they're okay. And, and that's a progress. I'm curious, as you uh, look around the conference, you have covered it for a long time. We were discussing this earlier in the week about the number, we've already seen a couple coaches change. There could be a couple more coaching changes. Uh, the youth have run into multiple backup quarterbacks. This will be yeah. the fourth time in the conference season they faced a guy who wasn't the starter when everything got going. So, wow. has there been a time where things have seen this unsure, this far down, this bad? You know, I think in the mid-'80s and the mid-'90s, the league was as bad as it is now. Um, and ironically, those were the years Arizona was always one game away from the Rose Bowl, but now they're not on that level. But I think it was just as bad in the mid-'80s. USC and UCL, I mean, USC was was really down in the mid-'80s and again in the mid-'90s. And I, I think it's back to that level now. Um, um I mean, one team is ranked. It's hard to believe Utah is not ranked, but it looks like they will be the next couple of weeks. But, yeah, I don't think this is the worst the league's been. Uh, I remember 
you know, USC was beatable all through the '80s and '90s. Yeah, and they are again, and that's the big, ch- and that's the big chance for everybody. So you already talked about the weather. It's supposed to be pretty hot for this time of year, and it's a day game. I'm wondering, how has the community responded? They know they're not in for uh, a win, likely, if they're going to the stadium. But nevertheless, fish, much more of a breath, breath of fresh air than Sumlin. So how has the community responded to them? Well, last week there were probably 12,000 people in the stadium. They announced the attendance at 30,000. And the overall season average is inflated they've had at least 10 to 15,000 no-shows per game i think they're selling 30,000 tickets per game but it's about between 15 and 20,000 actual in-house and the student section just disappeared after the opening game and i think last week the student section they called the zona zoo i'm not exaggerating there couldn't have been 1500 so it's not exactly the must <laughs> So is uh, is coach staying upbeat during all of this and uh, doing the rah rah thing and out recruiting and still trying to whip people into a frenzy because that was how he descended upon Tucson. Boy, he he's got if he went into another line of work, he could be Tony Robbins, a motivational speaker guy. Yeah, he's just always on, and I've never seen him drop back from that. Even when they got beat really bad by a few teams, he was always energetic and, and moving forward. And I, I'm sure he realizes that's the only way it can be done. And, and over the years, you've seen Pac-12. I mean, Washington went 0-12 about 18 years ago um, and got back. And uh, Heck, I used to live in Oregon. I covered Oregon State and Oregon when they were the two, two worst teams in college football um, and played in a 0-0 tie in the Civil War one year. <laughs> and they got, you know, they, they got back. So... I'd say Arizona should be okay if they stick with – if Fish can keep his assistant coaches, I think they'll be fine because they've got a recruiting class that doesn't reflect their status. They're, they're about fourth or fifth in the Pac-12 right now in, in recruiting rankings. So if they can get a quarterback at some point, you know, they'll be a tough out. But, you know, what, what do you think it'll take, three or four years? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you is the quarterback of the next two to three years – is it currently on the roster? Is he currently on the roster now? No. They they recruited, surprisingly, a, a guy from Anaheim Servite named Noah Fafita. And I've seen video of him a few times. And, and he's the guy, when you look at the film, say, wow, he can make plays. He, he might be a guy who takes you to 6-6 six and six when he's a junior or even a sophomore. So... Maybe they got that part taken care of, at least right now, stage one. And um, <clears throat> the way they've developed their defensive players, it, it, it makes you think that they'll be okay. And, their mo- you know, yesterday, Jed Fish said his model uh, in the league is Utah. Yeah, he did. Um, I saw that. Not, not, well, I don't know who else you'd say. Well, Oregon, I guess. But I believe that, too, maybe because I grew up in Utah and I followed Kyle Whittingham all the time and – realized from the beginning what he did there is pretty special and I no longer think Ike Armstrong was the best coach in Utah history. So since you lived in Utah and since you uh, worked in Oregon you got an opinion on how the Utah-Oregon game is going to go? Is it in Salt Lake? It is. Yeah. I'll take Utah. Is it a night game? 
Uh, we, it's we not likely. They, it's the six-day window, oh, but yeah. I don't think the windows for the 7.30 or 8.30 start are available. I think it's either going to be afternoon or late afternoon. I think the last month Utah has been a top-ten team. Yeah, I agree. Um, as, as good as anybody, but maybe the first four. And um, they're just so tough. It's so impressive to me to watch them. Yeah, they really are when you look at it. And and it's year after year. I think uh, Lev, the guy who uh, covers uh, mm-hmm. football for you guys, had, had a tweet, something about they've the Utes have had, uh, what, six out of the last seven seasons have had nine wins or more. And the Cats, oh. the Cats since joining the conference in 78 have only done it four times. I, mean, I don't think UCLA, can, going back 50 years, even UCLA can't match those numbers. And yet, Greg, we get people saying Kyle should be fired because he hasn't won the conference. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's the thing, though. That was a big thing here. Arizona was so close for about 15 years, and they finally fired Dick Comey and right. found out it was a huge mistake. Right. The program hasn't been the same since. Yeah. I, I mean, Rich Rod was okay, but off the field, he was a disaster. Yeah, he wasn't the guy you want your kid to be around. Right, right. And that was it. And yeah. Maybe Fish is the guy. I mean, it's clear they've got to get it right, and they haven't gotten it right. And if they get it right, uh, I think they can be back at least in the Tommy Larry Smith ballpark yeah. of being competitive. Yeah, just a tough out. That's what Fish has said for, from the beginning is we're going to be a tough out. And, right. Um, that's about all you can ask at a mid-level school like this in football. Yeah, exactly. Iowa State. They need to be Iowa State. Whose quarterback is from Arizona, but that's another story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> PK's been telling us a million times that uh, the best high school players in Arizona will not stay in Arizona because they're tired of 116 degrees mm-hmm. and trying to run and lift and practice and, and just live in that day after day. Do you figure Arizona kids are always going to live Arizona, leave Arizona as long as the weather is like that, which is the rest of our <clears throat> lives? It hasn't, you know, it wasn't that way until about five or six years ago. Um, some of it to me has to do with Arizona State just doesn't have a community feel to it. Um, you know, because of all the pro sports in Phoenix, I don't think ASU is really a hometown team that much. So it's easy for them to leave. Um, and maybe Arizona can, can give them a little neighborhood touch that they, they don't feel in Phoenix. But, and, and the way they're recruiting now, you, you would think they'll get some of those guys. Um, that's how Larry Smith and Dick Comey they had they were full of Phoenix guys. And I know that's going way far back, but that's how they won. They had Phoenix guys. Well, Greg, we appreciate a few minutes of realism. So this is going to be lopsided, and there's yeah. nothing anyone's going to do about it. And uh, the blot commences at noon. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll hope to see you in a press box. <laughs> All right, there it is. Greg Hansen, sports columnist for the Arizona Daily Star, who seems like he's lived in about uh, half of the towns in the in the league, or states of the league anyway. I was a Utah State kid. I grew up in Logan. Uh, and I didn't know I didn't know about the Oregon situation, but if he would, and he's older, I think he's around 70 years of age, if uh, he would have been covering Oregon, Oregon State, earlier because he's been in tucson i think since i was when i was in casa grande in the mid 80s he was there 
So he's been there for a good long while, which means if you do the math on Oregon, Oregon State, he has seen some crappy football. <laughs> <laughs> they were horrific. Right. They, they were right. Arizona and Colorado and yeah, then tug yeah. it down a few notches yeah. because they didn't have the one year where Colorado won the 10 games, won the division. They didn't have that. They just finished seventh and eighth, and in a big year, one of them made them to sixth. Mm-hmm. And that zero-zero tie is literally nicknamed the Toilet Bowl. That yeah. should explain everything. Yeah. So he's, but at the same time, he's also he was also there. And if you go back and look, Larry Smith had it going on uh, for a bit. I think he coached there six years, and then he took the SC job. And Tommy, it's funny. And Tommy, uh, we had him on our show because he did some broadcasting. He died uh, two years ago at age eighty, I believe. I also think uh, Ron McBride and Mark Harlan spoke at his funeral down in Tucson. And in death. His legend is growing by the week when you look at what he did. And he ran him out of town. He got sick of it. Uh, this is so mind-boggling as you look back. And then they haven't been Rich Rod did get them. They were at least competitive, but he was a wacko and uh, ends up, you know, we know what happened there. Uh, but I, I, I do think, and I agree with Greg, that they can get to be a tough out relatively quickly. I, I believe that. I mean, th- that doesn't mean you're going to win a whole lot of games, but you can. But you can get back to six and six, and you can get the, back be, be to playing close games and pulling yeah. an upset, and, and be, scaring somebody else. Yeah, and that would be a big step forward. Not like where we're been. going into this game where he's talking about that whatever they call it, the index of ninety nine point nine. Right. Yeah, I think it's called a football power index. I don't know how they compute that the stuff. I see, is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. I don't football, see football power. Index. I don't okay. see. I don't know how they compute that stuff. It didn't make any sense to me. But what I saw this morning, I think Utah is like eighty nine percent favor or some such in yeah. this game. I would think that would be low. low. I would agree <laughs> because when I hear yeah. that, and this may not be what it means, but when I hear that, I think so. If they played ten times, Utah would win nine. No. And I'm like, not this year. If right. these two teams. Exactly. I don't think Arizona would win one out of ten with these guys. And if they do, they gotta have five turnovers. I mean, they've got to. They got to block a punt and have five turnovers. I don't know how else. I don't know what other path there is. And he talks about Arizona's defense being better, and it, he is right. They are fourth in total defense, but against the run, and you know Kyle is going to have them running the ball two plays out of three or three plays out of four and stretches in this game. Okay. Arizona's ninth in the league, 174 yards a game. I mean, is Tavion Thomas going to run for 150 in this game, higher or lower? Scotty, no. Scotty and Hands always play that. No. You're saying no because he's going to be out of the game right. before he gets to 150, and they literally had that discussion Thursday about don't take the overs in this because the stats aren't going to be that good because it's going to be a blowout. He's going to be playing second and third string guys. And I actually underrated Utah's FPI. 92.5%. Getting warmer, but not there yet. And it'll be warmer in Tucson, too. It will be warmer in Tucson. It's going to be in the the 80s there. And for those of you who don't believe Greg, who's been following the league for a long time on that thing about Utah and UCLA, he's, he's exactly right. The Utes are about to have their this is the sixth time in seven years, right? They're going to have thrown out the five-game season. You can't yeah, win yeah, nine yeah. times yeah, in a we'll, five-game we, we season. Don't, we don't count that one. Right. So this will be six out of seven. And he said, UCLA, I'm paraphrasing, but you got to go back decades. And UCLA had the three uh, nine or ten win seasons uh, under uh, under uh, Mora. I was going back, starting present day and working back. And you go to the previous decade – which was Carl Durrell, Rick Neuheisel, and they had one. 
It was a 10 and 2 season under Durrell. You go back to Bob Toledo, if you remember him. He, had, back, remember him. he had back-to-back 10-win seasons. That's six, ten, six, nine or 10-win seasons in 30 years. That's it. Now, if you get back into Donahue, he had a, he had a great run. He did. He did. He had it going on. And yeah. he had Rose Bowls, and then after back-to-back Roses, he missed the Rose, he went Fiesta, and then they went back to the Rose, yeah, and yeah. he had a Cotton in there, and they went bowling eight years in a row. He had a bunch of 9- and 10-win seasons. That's, uh, those are the glory days for UCLA. He was there 76-95. to 95. Oh, yeah, he was there my but entire the last, time in L.A. Yeah, the last 30 years, right. they've had six 9- or 9-win seasons or better. Yeah, I really think that you should think about making a coaching change. <laughs> You do not. <laughs> just, you don't know what you have. Yeah. And they have not had a, UCLA has not had an 11 win season. Now, if you go back far enough, they stopped playing 12 regular season games. Right. Um, but they've not had an 11 win season. I'm, I'm going back here. I don't see it. Yeah, you go back because I'm going to go to the bathroom. You do that. <laughs> DJ PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 the zone.